This is the Earth Sky Woman Astrology Podcast with your host, Tammy Brunk. Um, I'm, I'm speaking to you today on the evening of July 4th, and this is the day of the partial lunar eclipse, which is closing this triple eclipse window that we've been in, in, in now for about a month and a half. So we made it through. We're making it through this evening. And even if you're listening later, you know, the full moon's energy is going to be with us for a few days. And the significance of this particular eclipse is that it is occurring on the solar return of the U.S. So this is really a time for us to be um, considering where we are at right now in the, the kind of, the you could say, the dark night of the soul for the U.S. I think many of us are feeling this right now, and it's to understand that. Um, we already know, we're seeing, and many of us have known for many, many years, that the foundations of this country, um, that there has been profound injustices, and um, that this country was built on some very high principles that we are still um, deeply, deeply wanting to potentiate. And that this nation was also built um, on the indigenous communities and um, on stolen land, and it was also built on slavery. And so right now we're in, um, thanks to the Venus and Gemini cycle, we're in this, this cycle now, Venus and Gemini and also the North Moon and Gemini, of learning to hold more nuanced perspectives, to hold the both and. So fully recognizing that there is, um, that we, I mean, I just, the other day, I just, I really was so, I was having just one of those days where it was just very difficult to, to look, look at so clearly and simply um, how the U.S., you know, in our history, what we've done um, as a nation. And I say we, just uh, recognizing that I chose from my perspective to be born in this nation. And so I chose in some way to play a role. And I also was born into certain systems that, um, that are important for us to look at right now. So I think it's so essential to remember that this is a time where um, it's just like with the, an individual. Um, if we are in our individual lives, if we are suddenly going through a dark night of the soul and we're finally recognizing the places where we've been unconscious or we haven't fully acknowledged the kind of pain we may have caused to another because we weren't aware, usually because we were also causing pain to ourselves or we weren't um, staying awake or because of trauma that we'd experienced and not fully um, integrated, then in those times, um, it, it's important to remember that these issues have been there all along and that if we're starting to really see them and feel them, it's actually a sign of growth. It's a sign of healing. It's a sign that we're actually moving down and in so that we can heal something profound and deep so that we can come up more whole. So that's what we're doing collectively here in the U.S. And um, I think that considering we have been in such deep Capricorn territory, so deep, such deep Plutonic territory with the Pluto-Saturn conjunction in January that we've been really feeling the reverberations of all year, and with the Pluto-Uranus squares from 2010 to 2020, 
um, in the larger scope of things and with Pluto and Capricorn from 2007, we've been in this territory that's been quite, um, quite clearly in the birth canal. <laughs> and so, and also in the, the dying throes of a, of a certain culture. And so with that, <laughs> we just, um, we, we are approaching a time now where we're moving more into the air element, again, with Venus in a Gemini cycle, North node in Gemini, Saturn moving into the sign of Aquarius, Saturn and Jupiter both conjunct in Aquarius by December 19th. So we're moving more into the element of air and with the Aquarius energies that we're going to be moving into more over the coming months. This is also, um, this is a time for us to consider, just for a moment, just for a moment to look at things from the perspective of spirit. And when I say that, I, I'll never forget um, listening to Carolyn Miss uh, speak to the way that when the founders uttered the words or penned the words um, of the in the Constitution saying that all men are created equal, she said it was in that moment that they set into motion the Civil War, which I always found to be pretty beautiful and interesting. She said that, and then one of my favorite writers, Catherine McCune, on becoming an alchemist, she also speaks to that sentiment that all men are created equal. And she says, you know, the only way that anyone could possibly say that, even looking at that time or even looking at it today, that is not a horizontal perspective. That is not a middle world 3D perspective. To say all men are created equal, and we would say now men and women, is to look at things from the perspective of spirit, is to look at this earth, is to look at um, this reality from a spirit perspective, as if from above, where we see as the angels, as the infinite sees us, that we are all created equal, that there really truly is no hierarchy among humans. So, so there was a way that when this nation was seated, there was a higher intent, there was a higher purpose that, that we were to ultimately create a culture that we ultimately were to follow, in fact, the wisdom of the Iroquois Confederacy of the Haudenosaunee people to create a culture that was fair, that was equal, that was just, where all humans are seen as being equal and each life is dig dignified equally. In moments like this, it can feel like we are so incredibly far from that ideal, but I think it's really important to recognize that when we set an intention in motion, whatever stands in the way of that deeper intention is what we see rise to the surface. And there have been so many of us, particularly since 2012 and in the years prior to that. And, but of course, even when Pluto and Saturn, or Pluto and Uranus came together for the first time um, in the 60s, uh, that in all of those, that profound awakening of consciousness was happening in the 60s and early 70s that we have been praying prayers, we have been setting intentions, we have been saying to the universe, to the infinite, we have been saying that we want to heal. We have been saying we want to create a new culture. We've been saying we want to create a new world. And so what has been happening in the wake of that, and it seems very long from a human time span, but these wounds that we are wanting to heal actually have deep, deep roots. Um, we've been setting in motion a very clear 
arisal and a very clear um, unveiling of what's been standing in the way of what it is that we actually wish to create as humans. So the U.S. is on the front lines right now. The U.S. is on the front lines with our COVID cases spiking massively and with the very, very clear realization that when you live in a country that more almost cartoonishly models the modern principle of profit over human lives and makes that into a, a religion, when you live in that kind of a country that's leading the rest of the globe um, in that very dark and very uh, misguided priority then you then we um we can see the cost of that we're beginning to actually get to the root of what it is that's been harming our souls and of course there's so much ancestral trauma that's needing to be healed there's the decolonization process that we're needing to undergo there's healing white racism within each of us and dismantling white supremacy all those things are real we're needing to do all of those things and at the same time um you know each one of us has a different role to play in that so um but today today is a day to because it's a full moon it's a lunar eclipse so it's like an acceleration of time and it's a time portal for today and the next few days where we still feel some of that energy of the eclipse it's a time for us to actually celebrate the, the profoundly difficult and soul-searing work that is being done right now by the, the people in the U.S. in, in lo actually looking at what has been happening under the surface for so many generations. So I bow to every human on the planet at this time who is staying awake, who is staying present. And I mean that knowing we fall asleep, we wake up again, we fall asleep, we wake up again. But, you know, really um, for all the ways we are, we are keeping our hearts open and all of the ways that we are willing to, to heal. And so this is actually, you know, with that full moon, it's a time to really honor the growth that we've accomplished and it's also a time to do an even deeper letting go. So to ask, you know, what is it that we personally and collectively are needing to let go of in order to allow healing to actually happen? <laughs> Deep level healing for this country. And, you know, I was just, I really love Lee Harris. He's a wonderful intuitive. And the other day I was listening to something he had been saying about fear. And this is gonna sound like a little veering off into another topic. But to me, it feels actually pretty important and related. And that is to say, okay, in this moment we're in, where it's this kind of come to Jesus moment, <clears throat> or this reckoning, <laughs> interesting, my choice of language, um, that there is, um, there can be a lot of fear, you know, in all of this um, upheaval. There's a need for some gentleness. There's massive requirement for self-care it's not negotiable <laughs> because we need to stay grounded and centered in order to be able to even open to what the next possibilities are so what lee was saying was that in order to um he was speaking about fear and he was talking specifically about the problem sometimes with really entertaining certain um, really going down the rabbit hole with certain conspiracy theories which i'm sure we've all heard is that you know it's good to look at these things sometimes but at the same time, 
The problem is if we become so entrained to a story that a certain future outcome is inevitable. Um, and that, in a way, is it's, it's making slaves of us. It's making it so that we are not actually acknowledging our capacities as creators. And my sense is that, and this is always something, this is something in the last four years that I've been trying to learn and I keep forgetting and learning again, is that there is such a difference between spinning in the wound or spinning in the trauma and almost getting comfortable there and the pain of it. And on the other hand, actually tending to the wound in a loving way, cleaning it, clearing it, creating the right conditions for healing, letting it do its thing, letting it have oxygen, letting it breathe when it needs to, um, and then doing everything we can to make the rest of our lives healthy and happy. So there needs to be, um, we're needing also to recognize there is no guaranteed outcome. It was really beautiful today when I was talking to Talon too, that he was giving me the example of, um, it feels sometimes in our country like we're doing a nosedive and that there are two choices. We can either um, continue the nosedive or we can make a miraculous um, you know, we can, we can shoot up in the other direction. So I kind of feel that too. And so to, to accomplish the descent process doesn't mean that, and to surrender to the process we're in, doesn't mean to stay stuck in certain emotions because they become comfortable or self-confirming. It actually is more uncomfortable than that. <laughs> It means going into those feelings and emotions, but also allowing them to change. It means also allowing ourselves to shift into new terrain and new territory. And it means also being willing to look at what's dark and what, what is not working, but also to continue to return to the places in our lives and our being that feel filled with light, that feel joyful, to return to the places where we feel playful and creative and to actively pursue joy. I really believe that the new culture we want to create is going to be sourced in joy. It's going to be sourced in pleasure. And that that's the way to create a new world and not keep repeating the same old patterns where we are wired into, um, into being kind of subdued and either um, into being convinced that life is it has to just be hard and and a slog. <laughs> you know, that's not that's not gonna take us out of where we're at now. We're needing new ways, we're needing new energies to infuse this moment. So with all of that, I'm gonna speak a little bit more about the energies that are coming, that are arising, that we're in the midst of. So again, you know, we have been doing some really profoundly deep work and I just honor all of us for the work we've been doing individually and collectively. And it is important to take a breath sometimes. It really is important to take time outside in places that feel beautiful to us, <clears throat> to take time with our loved ones, to actually take time to dream and to carve out the spaces where we can begin to ask what might my life look like if it were to unfold in a good way um, what if, and one of the things about that I, I really feel is 
when we are willing in those moments where we have these bright flashes of hopefulness and joy, when we take those moments and we actively use them to dream into and begin setting again, little goals and dreams and thinking this would be really exciting. I'd really love to do this thing or that thing. Um, that's a very positive thing because it's helping in a way to stretch the timeline out in front of us into another possibility beyond what we're stuck with when we believe the lie that we can't co-create our future. So that's really important. Um, let yourself keep dreaming. In fact, it's incredibly important in the month of July to take the time when you have those flashes of joy, when you have those moments where you feel good, to use some of that energy to ask, what do I really want? What would bring me joy? What might actually scare me a little bit, but if I could imagine taking the next few steps toward that thing, it makes my heart feel happy. And this is, this is actually the work. This is the, the play, the work that's absolutely essential right now. Because each of us are here as these little beacons of light, and it's our job to, to make a stake, to make a claim into the future saying, this is what I want to create. This is, what, this is the reality and the vibration that I want to stand in. So that's for each of us to do. And when Jupiter and Pluto are conjunct, it is a time where when we are already doing the work, when the sadness or the grief or the sorrow comes up, when we are you know, confronted in our communities and in, in our lives with change that needs to happen and, and we're willing to address that, then magic happens. And when we're also willing to dream into what could be different and look for models of that and energize and grow that with our attention, then that change that we can um, incur collectively is magnified and amplified. So this is actually a very exciting time to plant the seeds of new possibilities and um, creations. So, Again, we've got um, Venus stationed direct recently. Mercury is still retrograde, but it's going to be stationing direct on the 12th. Chiron, so we have five planets retrograde, right? So we're still kind of, again, in, as we complete the eclipse window, we are still in a zone where there's a lot of kind of reflection. Um, you know, there's still, even you could say through the middle of the month, there's, there's this energy around, um, which I think is wonderful, <laughs> um, continuing to kind of ground and center and reassess and take time for um, continuing to maintain practices of self-care to the degree that you're able. And sometimes that's five minutes of meditation. It just depends on your life circumstances. Um, but but in any case, um, with Mars and Aries, the energy is moving forward more rapidly. And so with that, though, we also have Chiron stationing retrograde on July 11th. And close to that time, Mars is going to be with uh, July 15th. <clears throat> Mars is going to be exactly in a square, or I mean, conjunct um, Chiron. So my sense is that we are doing some really potent and incredible healing right now because we're already in the window of that and we'll continue to over the course of the month and when i say healing what i mean by that is spiritual healing that we as a human species are healing some traumas that we have been carrying around for thousands and thousands of years and so some of that is really literally about who we believe we are as a species 
and the misunderstandings that we have about what our potential is and and who we are and what we're up to and what we actually can create together when we are willing to be self-responsible and to use the tools and the awareness we've been given and then to join with others of like soul to create the many possible different new worlds that we want to create together so that feels those feel like some some of the most important kind of topics to touch on and i um i wonder let me see i want to make sure i'm not missing anything those feel like the most important pieces so just to send so much love to each one of you and to really um, celebrate this beautiful beautiful eclipse and full moon and when we see it we know that we are in this window where we can you know we can really powerfully excuse me powerfully and beautifully um, release what it is that we're needing to release in our lives put it into the fire bury it in the ground again you can do that for a few days after the full moon and um and that this is a time for for deep cultural restoration and renewal and sending you all so much love and see you and speak with you most likely at the um at the new moon on july 20th be 